Welcome to the podcast. We are here with comedian and writer Carolyn Portner, and she's about to give a speech. Carolyn, if you were the president and you are inspiring everyone to act around climate change, Mm -hmm. I'm giving you 30 seconds. We're starting the inspirational music. Here we go. Oh, my God. Thanks, Esteban. I love power. Okay, people of America and planet Earth. It's your hottest president yet here. Um, I'm here to tell you to care about our beautiful and thirsty planet. Mm -hmm. So let me ask this. Do you really need to run your dishwasher for the fifth time in a row this week? Perry grown in Austin, Texas. I think not. Okay. Um, And yo, big oil. You're a teeny weeny meanie in my heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, If you ask me some elbow grease and thoughtfulness is a small way. You, yes, you can save our planet so I can breathe long enough to marry a robot designed by Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's baby. <laughs> um, lastly, men of the world, don't ask what you can do for your ecosystem. Ask what you can do to make every woman's life less stressful in this ecosystem. Oh, political. Uh-huh. That will improve the climate too. Women rule, yeah! <laughs> wow. That mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. has inspired the masses or at the very least freaked out Perry Grown in Austin, Texas, who got personally called out by the emperor of the world giving a global speech. Hey, welcome to Comedians Conquering Climate Change. This is a podcast and project from the nonprofit Generation 180. My name is Esteban. I'm so happy that you're here. Every episode, we sit down with a different comedian guest. We talk about headlines, all about climate change and clean energy. We do some deep dives. We play some games. We talk about how all of us can conquer climate change. That's right, and it's gonna be like 15-ish minutes, so let's conquer climate change, but let's like hurry it up, you know what I mean? This show, we are talking in particular what a clean energy future can look like, and alongside us, dishing out the hope, is special guest comedian Carolyn. Carolyn, make some noise. Dishing out hope for the world. Oh, is that really loud? (laughs) It was a little loud, but we that's totally okay. She's dishing out hope for the world. Works technology well. (laughs) (laughs) You're a stand-up comedian. You're a TV writer. You're the host of the podcast Medium Rare. You've worked on a bunch of TV sitcoms. Like you wrote an episode of ABC's Mixed Dish, which is incredible. You spend your day elevating disability voices on TV. You're crushing it, and we're so happy you're here. Thank you for having me, Estevan. Like, honestly, I really care about the environment, so this is very important to me. I was I was about to ask, do you, yeah, what's your relationship to, you know, planet Earth? You dig, you, like, think about the environment. Oh, my gosh. I, I think it's one of the most existential fears I have is if I will be able to breathe in 50 years. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm terrified, and I... I want us to really work on renewable energy. I'm like, can we just start? Let's yeah. just start building now. Where do you need me to go? Like, where do you want me to work? Like, I'll get my hands dirty. Like, let's go. <laughs> like right now? Well, I, should we finish the podcast or should we just end it now? <laughs> I'll get a shovel, Esteban. Let's go to the ocean. Meet you in Malibu. Let's go. All right, Kellen, we're going to get started with some climate headlines. Do you do you read about it? Like, do you absorb things or are you? Honestly, I feel like. I was really informing myself a lot in the pandemic. Like I really was like yeah. when I was centered in and locked in my room, I was like, wow, okay, how can we help our planet? Um, and then I got into a lot of documentaries. I feel like I, I watch a lot of documentaries in order to learn more about climate change. AKA, look, my biggest news source is the Zac Efron Netflix documentary. But 
Let's talk about that because no, that was is. crazy. People like Greta's an amazing climate leader. I'm like, um, you know what? Who started it? A charismatic teenager in high school musical. That's we should have known all along that they are the stewards of the earth. Wherever he goes, I go, Esteban. And <laughs> if he wants me to eat, you know, bugs to start saving the planet, I will. You know? Yeah. Are you eating the bugs to save the planet or are you eating them because Zac Efron told you to? <laughs> a little bit of both, I guess. Uh, here is here is um, some news. Just pretend Zac Efron just told you this. Some good news. This is from the ocean, a place that Zephron has been. Deep sea explorers were doing some underwater mapping off the coast of Tahiti, and they found a sprawling coral reef. Uh, and I don't know if you know, but cor- coral reefs are like really going through a tough time. And the coral reef that they found is largely unscathed by climate change, which is really great news. It's uh, it's three kilometers, which is Spanish for 1.86 miles. I like their genuine excitement that it's not too damaged. Uh, it feels like dating as an adult. You're like, wow, they're not horrifically damaged. It's really nice to know <laughs> that your childhood trauma can be released and... Um, healed and yeah you know what if the coral reef can withstand climate change i can rise above the things i've gone through maybe totally i don't know all right so so that's that's some good news from the ocean here's um some not so good news from the trees Uh last year was one of the deadliest years of wildfires it included one of the largest wildfires in california history and the most destructive one in Colorado. So the Biden administration just announced this in late January of this year, 2022, a 10-year multi-billion dollar plan to reduce the fire risk on up to 50 million acres that border vulnerable communities. That's 10 years, multiple billions. The plan would include things like um, thinning overgrown trees, using controlled burns, and just like finding new strategies to quote, make forests more resilient and fire adaptive, which is like good to make uh, forest fire adaptive. Also feels like we're like gaslighting forests. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hey, you should stop burning us down. And we're like, well, maybe you should get used to being burnt down. And the forest is just there standing. Yeah, sure. Do it because I'm self-destructive, you know? (laughs) Yeah. The forest is like, if you're not going to wildfire, I'm going to wildfire. Yeah. Yeah. If you're you're not going to control burn me, I'm going to uncontrol burn. The last bit, um, and I love this story. There's a story on Grist. They had this article about how France asked 150 ordinary people to make climate policy. Mm -hmm. This quote, Citizens Convention on Climate. It was so cool. Like literally advised the French parliament and the president himself. They like got together uh, over these weeks. They got paid. They learned about climate change. They proposed solutions like they came up with solutions. So it's a a very cool story that I was inspired by because it's sort of the premise. Kind of the premise of the podcast. I love that. You know, like when like people pass uh, no plastic straws. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. But I also think that's like there's bigger rules. I think it's like a funny kind of small mm-hmm. rule that, yeah, it does good. But also is like, is there like a rule that you would love to pass? It can be climate related or not. But Okay. Yeah. I've thought about. Oh, you have so many ideas. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. But okay, so you know how I'm really passionate about hydropower because I just, I feel like our planet is like 70% of it. Why aren't we using it to like start getting us some energy? So here's my thought. I think that in order to make people fitter, we create like a swimming hydropower system in the ocean. Okay. And like, and we could, you know, f- 
get some energy moving this way. And then it's all could also could be like a form of kind of like prison <laughs> and punishment. <laughs> Here's the law you would pass uh, is a water prison system that makes forces people to swim and generate hydropower. Yeah. Is 100%. <laughs> I literally just came up with that. It's genius. Something that I, that I genuinely think a lot about is, is a lot of times what people think um, the future is, right? So you, you talked about, which is very real, and, and, and there's a weight to it of like, eh, sometimes having a little existential worry about the future of the climate uh, and the future of the earth. And I think it's interesting to think about and imagine a future that, yes, looks different than now because we've made some changes to the, to the earth that we can't change. But also, like, a future where we have tackled some of the solutions, where, like, there is a ton of renewable energy, where we are, uh, you know, a lot of these really beautiful best-case scenarios where we're working with each other better and the earth better. So we're going to play a game called How Did We Get Here? And here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of the future. And you and I, but mostly you, are going to think about how we got to this point. Okay, some of it's going to be silly. Okay. Some of it's going to be serious. Um, here is the first one. Um, okay, right. How did we get here? This is the future where Google searches are like made public. Like anyone can look at them. Employers can look at them. People running for president, it's used against them. Um, how did we end up in a place where Google searches? Everyone knows everything you Googled. How did we get here? What do we do? Oh, man. That is scary. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, I think that's the scary dystopian future. That is terrifying. Like, do you think there? There's probably like a few people at Google who could ruin everyone's life. Like, if they just were like, "Oops, I accidentally released this." Okay, so then this is the Google guy who didn't get his coffee the right order. <laughs> One day, yeah, I said oat milk, not almond milk. Yep. You're gonna pay for this, and he, then he just flips the table. He flips it up. And yeah, or a breakup, a, a little heartbroken man who wants to sell, you know, he just, oh, isn't that sad? Yeah. It'd be sad. Yeah. And maybe he broke up because he found his partner Googling like how to find better boyfriend. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll see. Yeah. Google search. Esteban, that's my uh, everyone will know every Google search. That's my Google search recently. How to find better boyfriend. Oh my God. I've been found. How to find better boyfriend. All right, here's here's another one. Um Harry Styles becomes president of a new country. How did we get here? We were all on a watermelon sugar high. <laughs> His song was so catchy. His song was so catchy. We all just started really loving Watermelon, and we were like, this guy started it all. He needs power. I did listen to that song, and I thought he could write some good policies, right? Like, I was like, this is a man I want shaping the laws of this country. They would be really simple and easy to understand. You know, I'm really over these, like, 200-page document policies, like, with all these little... Yeah, and Harry Styles would deliver. Totally. He would do it in three minute song that he would wear a lot of great outfits. <laughs> what he would sing his 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 laws. He'd be like, and now college is free. College is free for me and you and me. 
or whatever. Love it. And then he would run it all from a yacht in the middle of wherever he is with Olivia Wilde. Like, and they're all just laying out, looking cool. Uh, that's a that's a future I can believe in. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, here is the last future. How do we get here um, in the future? Uh, the way that we use power and the way that we like work with the uh, earth is regenerative. So as an example, like cars, that when you drive them, they actually clean the air. We're not just not hurting. We're actually helping um, the planet. Carolyn, how do we get there? I think we can't be that far from that, actually. Right? I mean, I love that. I mean, there's so many engineers out there. I feel like I've dated at least six of them (laughs) this year, and we're only in February or March or whatever month we're in. So, I mean, they're, they're out there. They're ready to put their civil engineering towards something good. I don't know if that's what they do. What if what if <laughs> you what if you talk to the engineers that you're dating? Get them on the right path. Have you ever thought about that? That you have a role to play? Wow, I, I really do. I could I could change the uh-huh. world with my dating life. You could change the world. Oh my god, I should just only swipe right on engineers. Uh-huh. And be like, I'm looking for people to commit to making. And we don't have to be exclusive because I know that none of y'all are down for that these days. So yeah. And if that's the case, then fine. Just build a car that will filter the air. <laughs> and then yeah, you-, you can hook up with other people if you build a car that filters the air. Yes, this is a great solution. Honestly. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, at the, at the end of the day, <laughs> those were great ideas. <laughs> Uh, I think at the end of the day, the the way that we think about the future of like what the earth looks like and our life can look like really shapes how we show up, right? Like already being like, wait a minute, there can be these technologies or there are these systems. Like, I think it's hard for us to live a reality that we can't even imagine. And this is why we need innovators. This is why we need comedians to come up with amazing ideas like the hydro <laughs> prison and the ocean. Well, uh, let's not really endorse that one just yet. All right, Carolyn, this, we did it. This is the end of the podcast. Ow, ow, um, in five words or less, um, what are things you're going to take away from the podcast? What are things you learned? What are things uh, that you're like, you know what, years from now, when I look back at my experience on Comedians Conquering Climate Change, this is what I will think. Let me think. Uh, Coral is okay. And so are we. <laughs> you know what? We're going to allow it just because you didn't bring that whole prison idea back. So, and honestly, anything is a win as long as we don't mention uh, your water prison. <laughs> um, Esteban, yeah. come on now. We can't turn down innovation. <laughs> Wait, can I do another one then? Help coral and fire, okay? <laughs> All right, that one is really good. <laughs> Um, oh wait no 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 wait one more okay this is the unprecedented third time giving a wrap up five words Carolyn we'll give you 15 words to wrap up help coral and the forests okay (laughs) you're so committed to okay at the end I just realized fire didn't make sense like we don't want to (laughs) help yeah I didn't, I didn't know if you were team fire. Your team have uh, labor in the ocean, so I'm not going to re- really assume any of your political stances. Hey, we've got a really fun call to action. I think you're going to love this. Um, 
there is Grist. I mentioned them. They have this climate fiction contest uh, and they have this climate fiction. So what we're talking about, some of it is is admittedly like intense and dark. It's not all hope and optimism. But what they have is they uh, a bunch of stories around what the future can look like. And I love these stories. Some of them are really hopeful and optimistic. Some of them are a little bit darker. Some of them are gritty. It is great. But what it does is, yeah, is we can't live a future that we can't even imagine. What To me, it provides some really fun context and data points in terms of what the future can look like. If you're listening to this on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, literally in the description below, it should be linked. Or you can go to Generation 180. Uh, and then from there, you'll find the podcast thing. It's cool. Carolyn, I'm going to send it to you. I think you're going to dig some of the stories. Okay, but then once I dig that, then you and I were going over to Malibu and we're going to dig up some hydropower. <laughs> yeah, no, perfect. Thank, absolutely. <laughs> Carolyn, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has been Comedians Conquering Climate Change, a project of Generation 180. The world is a stage and we are just trying to save it. Generation 180 is a clean energy nonprofit inspiring and equipping people to take action on clean energy. And you can find out more at generation180.org. This podcast is produced and edited by Matt Turner. <laughs> Special thanks to Carolyn Portner, our incredible guest. Carolyn, where can people find you at? Um, you can check me out on Instagram at, at Carolyn Portner underscore. Um, and like my podcast is on Spotify, Medium Rare, and also on Apple. So we're out there. Yeah, you're you're crushing it. And it's Carolyn, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you think I'm a Caroline, I am not, okay? Yeah, if you think she's a Caroline, you haven't been listening to the podcast. No. Uh, sincerely, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for listening. My name's Esteban Gast. We will see you next episode. Oh,